your esthetician Ashley and this month is Skin Cancer Awareness Month. So I wanted to share some skincare tips with you, especially since we're coming into the warmer weather. So I've been an esthetician for 11 years and when I first became an esthetician in aesthetic school, there was this really cool device that we got to put our face in and it was able to show us a bunch of underlining skin conditions like our capillary circulation if we um, have a lot of redness or prone to rosacea. Um, and another thing that they did show us was sun damage that hasn't showed through yet um, but was underneath. So when I saw the horrible amounts of sun damage. It was like almost my whole face had all these dark spots underneath. Um, I immediately had stopped tanning, started wearing sunscreen, and started protecting myself from the sun. And when I went to esthetician school, I was 20. So when I was 13, I was uh, that girl who would sit, sit outside with baby oil on and the sun in her hair, trying to get natural highlights and a nice glowing tan. Um, when I was 18, my first job, um, well, I shouldn't say my first job. My first job, I was 16 and I worked at a pet shop and I worked through that all the way through high school. But when I was 18, I worked at the pet shop and part-time, I also worked at a tanning salon. And I definitely tanned multiple times a week for a long time. So when I went to aesthetic school, being 20, seeing the sun damage, I was like, there is no way I can have this on my face and, and look like this one day. So I started becoming very preventative with the sun. However, it could take up to 10 years for the sun damage to show through. So when clients always feel like it's too late for them, whether in their 30s, their 40s, even 50s, 60s, 70s, no matter where you're at in your journey, it is never too late because what you're doing right now at home is, of course, going to make your skin look good, but it's going to reflect 10 years from now. So every year you stay committed to your home care and your facial routine, you're going to start to reverse the DNA damage in the skin and go backwards. So um, being 29, I had my first sunspot show up. Uh, near my hairline and then I started seeing more pop up on my forehead and on my cheeks and I was like all right this is what happened from tanning 10 years ago and once you have sun damage you can definitely lighten it it's just it's going to take a few months to a year with home care and facial treatment so it can be done um, but it just takes a while so with the sun, a lot of people think of just applying sunscreen, but there's a lot of different things we could be doing. Um, wearing sunglasses. People may, may make fun of me, but I love oversized sunglasses, and I feel like them being bigger protects uh, more around my eye. Um, I happen to look for again this might sound kind of silly but you know when you see people with sunglasses on and they get a tan and you can see where the glasses were like on the side of their face um where like the sunglass arm I don't know what it's called the sunglass arm would come through over to your ear well I like to look for one that's thicker I feel like in my mind it will cover more of like where the crow's feet would be and like protect that 
from like the sun. Um, so I love a big oversized sunglass. I do get made fun of when I'm on vacation. Um, I do wear a big sun hat. Recently I've been into wearing baseball caps as well. So all that is important. And also wearing clothing that is going to protect your skin from the sun as well. Um, I guess it works out for me always working in a dark treatment room and not working outside. But if you or a husband um, works outside, sunscreen's important. Wearing um, long sleeve lightweight clothing to protect your skin, your arms, um, and the back of your neck is very important. And a hat as well. So there are super cute ways, like I said, with sunglasses and a hat to protect your skin from the sun because when we put sunscreen on, a lot of us just do it in the morning. We may do it with um, moisturizer or we may do it with a foundation, but I don't like that and I'll explain why in a second. Um, but you're supposed to reapply sunscreen. So the number on the sunscreen bottle when you see like SPF 15 and 30 and 45 and 55 that's not like the percent of how well it works like just because you go up doesn't mean you're getting any more protection so when you do an SPF 30 and then you go to like an SPF 45 I mean the SPF 30 is still like 96 97 percent like blocking the rays and going up to that 50 is only like one extra percent um so the number in the bottle really is just dictating how many hours in between reapplying so if you are someone who is profusively sweating you know you're gonna have to go ahead and keep reapplying your sunscreen because you're sweating it away um or when you're swimming you're swimming it off but if you are not and you're just going out and you're not sweating and you're not swimming, an SPF 30 should be reapplied every three hours. And really, raise of hands, who does that? I mean, being an esthetician, I don't unless I'm on vacation. I'm not wearing makeup, but in my normal, like, everyday life, I don't. So that's why a hat or a sunglasses comes in handy because then that's going to help to protect you more throughout the whole day. Um. I do love mineral sunscreens. Um, I bought them in bulk from uh, a skincare line called Eminence before I think they discontinued it. So I bought I bought them in bulk, but I loved it. It's kind of like Bare Minerals, but don't buy Bare Minerals because it's not good like it used to be. Once they sold their company, their product became trash. Um, so it was a mineral like powdered sunscreen, but it was tinted. And it would, what I loved about it is you would brush it off and it eliminates like shine, but also you're getting like a natural mineral foundation that is like protective and it actually had decent coverage and it never looked cakey. So I would try to find a very clean, natural brand of um, mineral sunscreen, like maybe go to like Fresh Time or Fruitful Yield or, you know, one of those health food stores near you and see what they have. Um, but I really like that for reapplying and especially if it comes in a travel case, you can put in your purse or keep in the, um, the armrest in the car just to 
pull it out and reapply it when you're driving. Um, speaking of driving, too, if you, you know, go on Amazon or you go shopping and you can put, you know, we protect our babies from the sun in the back seat. But if you're able to do something like that in the front and tint the windows to um, not have the UV light show through as you're driving, that's wonderful. I haven't done it yet. I want to. I think about it all the time. Um, because there, if you look up a study, actually, it's this older woman. Um, I don't know how old she was when this picture was taken, but she was a truck driver and it showed one side of her face from always like being exposed to the sun by the car window and like the other side not. And one side of her face has aged a lot. And I'll see if I can get the link in the description of this podcast so you can see what I'm talking about but it made me think like even though I'm not a truck driver and driving but maybe if your husband is or maybe you do um, that should be something to consider as well as some kind of uh, UV protection on the window Um, do I believe that you should have sunscreen on all the time no we get a lot of benefits from the sun Um, And it makes us feel good to be able to sit out in the sun, right? When we're done with our winters here in Illinois, um, even though May sometimes doesn't feel warm enough for us, it feels so good just to be out there and have the sun touch you. So it is okay to be out in the sun. I would say if you're going to be out for longer than 30 to 40 minutes, I would definitely um, wear a hat, put some sunscreen on is what I would do. Um, but I do have to say as far as skin cancer goes, um, and I'm going to have to do another podcast on this is you have to really be careful about the kind of sunscreen you're putting on your face. And I'm not against drugstore sunscreens. I actually have to be very careful with the sunscreens I used because when I became an esthetician, or when I was in aesthetic school and I decided to put all the sunscreen on. Um, and it was before we got into product or anything. Like, me seeing the sun damage was, like, week one of school. Like, my first reaction is, I'm going to go to Walmart. And um, what did I get? I got, like, copper tone or something. And I didn't know about, like, the levels yet. So, I think I got, like, SPF 75 or something nuts. And I put it all over. And a few hours later, I broke out in hives. And... It took a few days for those to go away, and then I went back and I got a Vino, right? Thinking, oh, it's so gentle and so nice, and Jennifer Aniston uses it. So I went and bought that, and I put it on, and long and behold, I broke out on hives again, and I got a rash. So I went, and I told my teacher about it, and she told me of, like, when you buy a drugstore, all of the um, chemicals that are in there, and I was having an allergic reaction to that. So, um, I went to a professional spa, actually. So, if you read my About Me, or you didn't read it, you listened to my About Me podcast. Um, When I was in high school and I graduated, I went to a spa and I saw an esthetician. She helped me with my skin. And I thought back to the sunscreen that she had me use. And I said, I didn't have an allergic reaction to that one. So I went back and I rebought it. Um, and of course, like the professional ones for your face are uber expensive, but it's really, really worth it. Um, and it lasts a while because it's just for your face. But it had the, the zinc oxide. 
And zinc oxide is the only SPF I can use that I do not have a reaction to. And zinc oxide is the SPF that does leave a white cast on your face. But it will go away once it absorbs into the skin. But what is, is nice, I do have to say, even though we put, put it on and we don't like it because we look really white, you're able to see where you apply it. And now remember I told you when my first sunspot came up, it was right close to my hairline, probably where I never used to try to put sunscreen or where I would sweat. And so it's nice when you can see where you're applying it. So make sure you do get as close to your hairline as possible. You get over your ears, go down to your neck, get your chest. Because I can't begin to tell you how many times I see clients who we're sun worshipers and we're working on their face but they're not using the products on their neck and their chest and their neck and their chest has sun damage accelerated aging so please apply your sunscreen there too because we don't want your neck and your chest to give away your age I do say though when you see like if you watch videos of celebrities and their face looks good with the makeup if you look at their neck or their decollete, it and decollete I mean chest. Sorry, it's a fancy word I I learned in esthetician school, and I always use it. It's, it's French for for chest or decolletage. So that is like a giveaway when you see like their neck and their chest, depending if it looks creepy or thin. Um, you can kind of tell. And so I'll be like, wow, her skin looks really good. But I think this is how old I think she is based on her neck and her chest. So make sure you get that. And I do have one client uh, who would be golfing all the time. And so she really thanked me for having her put sunscreen on her chest. Because now I think she's in her 50s. So if she's listening and you're not, I'm so sorry. But I think she is. And... She thanked me because she went out with her girlfriends. I just saw her the other week and she was like, my chest looks better than all my other friends. And I was like, yes. Like, woohoo. I love when my clients do their homework and they do what they're supposed to because you're the ones who reap the benefits and will be like, oh yeah. So, um, so let's talk about physical sunscreen and chemical sunscreen so physical sunscreen is the sunscreen like zinc oxide um, that has a hue on it so a physical sunscreen if you think about it it's kind of like a shield so you put it on and it works right away and I want to say the reason why the zinc oxide is a white cast is because of the minerals that is, is in it. And the chemical sunscreen is, a, if you read the back of your bottles, because some people don't, they put sunscreen on, they think it works right away and they're going to go out in the sun or the beach. Um, and really, if you read the back of the bottle, it says apply 30 minutes before sun exposure. It's because it's a chemical sunscreen and it needs time to absorb into the skin to reflect the rays so if you think of like a piece of metal how it like reflects and bounces off so when you wear a chemical sunscreen your skin like absorbs like the heat and the rays but then like 
in a, in a sense like pushes it out where if you did a physical sunscreen or like a, a sun block it works right away and it just blocks the rays completely so if you are someone who has red skin rosacea sensitive you want to go with like a sunblock or a sunscreen with the zinc oxide in it because when you use a chemical sunscreen your skin like absorbs the heat from the rays where a block doesn't it is very it like it literally just blocks everything um so but if you're not sensitive then you can go ahead and do a physical sunscreen. I want to say a majority of clients, when I meet them, they're always on a physical sunscreen. They really stay away from, I'm sorry, they're not on a physical chemical sunscreen. If you are not sensitive, you can do a chemical sunscreen. And I feel like a lot of clients use chemical sunscreen because of the zinc oxide and the white cast from a physical. So there's the difference to help you decide that maybe the SPF that you use isn't working for you. If you need a recommendation, I do have some. Um, and so it took me a while to found, find a sunscreen that I could put on that wouldn't burn my eyes when I sweat, that it didn't make me look greasy or shiny, um, and does not clog my pores. Because I know my clients, they always want to come in for like a hydrofacial after vacation to suck everything out from the loads of SPF they've been putting on. Um, but the sunscreen I have is non-comedogenic. It's non-irritating. Um, there's no artificial fragrances or dyes in there. So it's really great for all skin types. Um, so I'm going to just leave the podcast here and... The next one, we're going to dive in a little bit more about sun protection Um, because when I first became an esthetician, I didn't have any clients that had skin cancer. And recently, in the last three years, I've had multiple clients um, have cancer and it was pretty much on the nose or near the nose area. And... Um, I actually had one client whose father who had it in the nose and didn't get it treated and it spread very aggressively and he died. Um, so I want to spread awareness about it because we always think it wouldn't happen to us and I'm sure that's what my clients thought too. So I do want to see if I can get a few of my clients to talk and share their stories with you. Um, even my one girlfriend, her mom ended up getting, um, skin cancer I want to say it was kind of like the chest shoulder area on her maybe her right side um so I'm going to see if I can get some people to speak of it and I do have a client who works in a dermatologist office who is educating me a little bit because I the first thing that I didn't know until I researched it is how much they have to cut out for a small spot and what the whole procedure was and it's very scary um, to go in and get cut out and then have to come back and then they got to scrape and scrape and scrape and my one client freaked out because they told her she may need a face graft. Um, so it's, it's very serious and it's extremely common. I feel more people are being preventative and going to the dermatologist and getting diagnosed and hopefully it's early enough you can get it removed and have something done with it. But I need to spread awareness because... It's important to me that you protect your skin, um, not only from aging from the rays and causing damage in the skin, 
um, but also not to get cancer from it. So I hope you guys enjoyed a little uh, sunscreen, sun protection 101. And I will see you for the next podcast. And if you guys have any um, questions or if you needed a sunscreen, you know where to find me. Uh, Just message me. And I hope you guys have a lovely evening. Bye.